what's up everyone happy tuesday today is tuesday march 28th and earlier today head coach nick seriani spoke with the media at the 2023 nfl annual meeting and he's at the podium with a presser that's locked loaded and ready for you i am your host rachel prevet and this podcast is brought to you by sb nation and bleeding green nation Nick Sariani touched on his confidence in Cam Jurgens playing multiple positions. He talked about losing running back Miles Sanders, but he also expressed his excitement with the addition of Rashad Penny and the rest of the running back room. He was asked what he's learned about defensive coordinator Sean Desai working with him so far. He shared that he's actually had some of the new guys over to his house to watch the opening night of March Madness, and he also explained what made Marcus Mariota the choice for backup quarterback. Take a listen. You guys lost a lot of free agents uh, recently, and uh, you guys got like Justin, Justin Evans and, and Nicholas Morrow. Was there certain something in particular you guys were looking for besides like being guys like you know, so many injuries, but? Is there anything like character-wise, personality-wise, you guys are looking to bring in? Yeah, always. You're always looking to bring in the the right type of guy. You're always looking to bring in guys. We always are look for the the same thing. We're looking for football IQ, uh, character. Um, we're looking for uh, people that love football, that are tough, that are competitive. Those are always traits that we're going to look for in players. And we feel like not only are these guys, and, and obviously talented, right? And that we feel like that these guys are talented and also have that, and we're and we're excited to work with them and. Uh, and uh, let them and having them be Eagles this year. Make a couple of weeks uh, working with Sean Desai. What stands out the most? And what do you learn about the player profile? That's too close, Howard. That's uh, <laughs> you know obviously um, the really really he's super organized, right? And has a process for everything. And I really appreciate that about him. And uh, you know I, I see those the defensive guys grinding and working and working really hard. Works hard. Um, you know, obviously super talented as far as why we hired him in the first place with his, his scheme and his, his thought process on defense. Um, and so just getting to see that more and more, you know, obviously we're just getting on the same pages of, of my visions for the defense. Um, you know, obviously I hired him to do a job, but still have to give him the visions that I have for certain situations, certain different, different things that, that I want to see out of the defense. So getting on the same page there, it's been, it's been fun doing that. And, uh, you know, it's uh, he, he's done a he's done a great job so far um, as far as the player profile. Obviously, there's a lot of similarities because it's a similar defense. And that's one of the reasons, you know, we, we, obviously, Sean was the, the best guy for the job. But also, you know, there wasn't going to be a lot of change as far as um, the 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 base part of the defense. And uh, I mean, obviously, there's going to be different, slightly different things that, that we're going to do. Um, so the player profile the the traits that we're worked with and just making sure we have the right person in there and so we you know we did that with every candidate uh for for all the positions that we hired and uh and so we we knew we were going to get uh you know a, a top-notch person when we when we hired them yes you know i mean i had uh, in the town that I live in, I had uh, some of the new guys over to my house to watch uh, the opening night of, of March Madness. Right. And so you just that's the fun part about it is building the connections. Right. And even even ones that are starting from scratch. And so there's there's different things that you do. I mean, I have to call. I would like to I haven't told anybody this yet, but I want to get I want to get a hold of Doc before, you know, well before a game and maybe bring them over and shoot a little bit with them. Um, and th they need to know, too, that I'm the best shooter on the team, on the uh, coaching staff. 
And so, but that would be something that I kind of want to do. That would be fun. Uh, but just things like that. We're going to try to do as many things like that as we possibly can. Very similar to what we did when we first got here. And I think that's, that was, that was something we did. Now, what was different about that when we first got to Philadelphia is none of our families were here. So we were going to dinner on Fridays when we weren't going home to see our families or we were going to top golf or we were, you know, we were doing bowling, whatever we were doing. Um, and so it's just doing those things again. And it's good because, you know, you, you do those, you, you want to do those things. And sometimes I think if you're like, if there hasn't been any change, you, you, you feel to yourself, well, we don't need to do, go do this. Well, this is forcing you to go out and, and do those things again. So, you know, looking forward to, um, a playoff basketball game or something like that, that we'll all go to, um, doc said we were going to get to the, uh, get to the Super Bowl, So maybe you know, we'll go see them in the NBA finals. That's, that's what I'll say. Um, you know, so we, as we, um, went to, to, um, fill out the staff and, and get the new defensive coordinator, um, you know, it, we, we, we went through a lot of people, different people. Denard was one of those, one of those, one of those guys that we interviewed and because he had a lot of good ideas, he's a great football coach. Uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, we both went and, uh, you know, we, we obviously mutually parted ways with the, with, uh, Denard getting a good situation. And, uh, um, so he, not that anything happened. We just, we, we obviously loved our time with him and the players, um, feels very strongly about Denard, how good of a football coach he is. I feel how good of a football coach he is. Um, you know, it was just, it was just best in that way that we both, uh, parted ways there in that, in that situation, but wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, I'm not, I won't get into all that, but I mean, yeah, of course we you always want, you always want good coaches on, on your staff and, and Denard is a, is a good, really good coach. Is um, you know, I just know that there's good coaches at every at every level. So I was looking for the best coach, um, period. Um, what what has to happen in when you're a position coach? So I always say to the guys, I'm like, hey, there's there's multiple ways you get guys better Four four really distinct ways you get a guy better. One opportunity, um, the opportunities we provide to them in practice with individual with developmental periods, things like that position coaches you don't have a lot to do with that that's my that's the schedule that i'm coming up with and and obviously we'll bounce everything off each other but um you know that that's opportunity two is the weight room and uh you know the developments and the strides they make in the weight room um and so position coaches and we got a lot to do with that you're there to support them and you're there to encourage them um but there's not a ton that you're you're doing uh, there except for the support that's the strength staff that we hired you know, three is the scheme. Obviously, we all contribute to the scheme of of, of everything we're going through to, to get the scheme. Um, and the position coaches do can contribute to that. But the coordinators really have the final say in that, as we know. And then the last one is fundamentals. Right. And that's all the position coach. And so the position coach's main job is to be able to be good at fundamentals, be able to add value in the scheme. And and so what we were looking for is guys that could be that we're going to get the players better fundamentally. And and that's what we felt like we, we believe that we brought in with with some of the new additions. Yeah, you know, you don't have to get into leader of the clubhouse at this particular point. You know, we'll always see what we can do to play the, the best five that we have right there. Um, and Cam had a really good 
year of, you know, sitting behind one of the, the best players in, in franchise history, one of the best centers in the history of this game. And we're obviously ecstatic to have Jason back. Um, you know, he does so much for this team as a, on the field and off the field and leadership roles on the, with his play. Um, Cam just will continue to learn from him and, and sure, we, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what's the best situation for Cam and for the, for the team. Um, but we have a lot of confidence in, in Cam and we're excited that, you know, that he can play multiple positions. And so to say leader in the clubhouse at this particular point, we still have a lot of, we still have a lot of things to go through before we, um, you know, before we have to, to make any decisions in that, in that fact and matter of fact. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see where, where we go with him. And uh, but excited that uh, he's on our team and excited that uh, he, he adds major depth to our team. Yeah, a good amount. You know, our guys, you know, Stout does a ton of cross training um, and and you're and you're trying to cross train those guys, especially the guys that are backups. And so we you know, we feel good that, you know, he can play multiple positions. We feel, you know. You know, like Jack Driscoll can play guard, can play tackle. You like that uh, versatility in your guys, and we feel like Cam has that. Yeah, that's a that's a, a position that's that's not easily uh, attainable, right? There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of guys out there that you know. Um, we're just happy we have those those two guys, you know, with the with the the talent that they have, um, and the leadership uh, qualities that they have, and the the connection that they have. Right, they're those two guys are are tight. You see them all, you know. I think you see Slay a lot, um, saying how much he appreciates James, and we know James is a little bit more on the quiet side, but I know how much he appreciates Slay as well. So to have those two guys back that have so much ability back there, and then so much leadership ability also. You know, I think Slay leads. Uh, you know, he's got in the he's got the C on his on his chest, and he leads. And 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 James leads in a, a slightly different way by example. Um, and so again, you get their style of play, and you also get their leadership. So obviously, you should have them both back. Hey, Nick, what's the uh, origin story with Brian Johnson? How did he first get on your radar? And what did you know, what you just think? Was the right guy? Then? Yeah. Um, you know, you're just looking for good coaches, no matter where you, where you can find them. Um, you know, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of success, like it, with getting guys from the the college side and starting with, um, you know, a guy on the Colts staff when we were, when we, when we first got to the Colts, we hired Kevin Petullo, um, who had just done a stint in, uh, at Texas A&M and we wanted that style of the college game. And we also had Tom Manning, who's now back with the Colts as their tight end coach. That was a college teammate of mine, uh, who was offense coordinator, at Iowa state. And so we saw the dividends that that paid when, you know, we got to uh, Indy with the different style of things that we we were able to do with the addition of the things that we have already had done. And then and so that was a similar philosophy. You know, we, we were looking for the best coach. You know, I, as I said, to, as I said to Zach, we were looking for the best coach in that scenario. And and Brian was uh, the best coach for the quarterback job. And then, you know, essentially, why do you promote somebody? You promote somebody because you're, you're confident that they can do they can do the job, um, you know, that they're getting promoted to. And how do you know that? Well, you know that because you're on a two year interview. I've been on a two year interview with Brian, um, you know, and, and he's just shines every single day. Uh, 
obviously Jalen's play is, is, you know, we're a product of the way our players play on the field. And, you know, his, his player has, has played great. Um, and he continues to develop. So, you know, and Brian's just got a really bright offensive mind. You know, we're in there with, you know, when you, when you put together a plan, I know every place is a little different, but when we, the Philadelphia Eagles come up with a plan, we're all sitting in there, um, coming up with the plan, right? It wasn't, you know, it was me, it was Shane, it was Brian, it's Kevin, it's Jason, Michael, it's Aaron Moorhead, it's Jamal Singleton, Stout. It's, it's everybody sitting in that room and you, you hear the ideas that Brian brings to the table on a consistent basis. And, and, you know, he's got, you're confident that he's going to, to be able to go in there and step and do the job. So, um, it's been fun getting to know him these, these last couple of years. Um, and he's just a really good coach and happy he's on our staff. Hey, what kind of, what kind of, um, player does he was getting with, uh, Isaac Simo and even Nate Herbert? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously Nate, wasn't with us last year, but have I, I can't only, uh, you know, I speak, I, I think the world of both the players, <clears throat> Isaac was a, was a big part of everything that we had done uh, th- these last, you know, how, five years, the, you know, I've only been here for two, but Isaac's been, been awesome. He's, uh, you know, going out there and he plays his, his hardest every day. You know, he's smart. Um, he's tough. Um, he's physical. And, you know, obviously we'll miss them. And um, in the then Nate, uh, I just think Nate adds great value, great depth. He always fits in well with all the guys. The guys really like Nate. And Nate played a lot of valuable minutes for us um, and a lot of valuable games for us in 2021. And, and dating back, I can't speak of that. But in 21, he, he stepped in and, and did a lot of a lot of good things, you know, when we were in a we were in a run to get into the playoffs. So I think the world of both those guys is people. I think the world of both those guys is players. I wish them the best, you know, it's tough, you know, when you, when you lose the relationships, uh, but I'm happy for them. And in, in the sense that they're they're they got a good opportunity. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, I, the, the, we're in a little slightly different of an off season than we we've, we've been in the past. Um, you know, with the, with us going so long and then also hiring new, new coordinators, we got, we, we kind of got a late jump. And so we did a little bit different. Usually I think a lot of people's process is you split the day and you, you spend the morning in draft or reviewing of the film and you spend the afternoon in draft process or whatever. Um, we spent a lot of, we're, we're, we're heavily into the draft. We're still, we got time. Um, you know, the, this last week was our, our last week kind of evaluating players. Now we'll continue to have to scout different guys that pop up and, and circle back around, but we'll get into the, a heavy dose of evaluation, uh, coming up here for the next four weeks, um, or so before the players get in. Um, but, and so the, a lot of the evaluation of our season is still to come. Um, you know, but, um, Quez, yeah, I mean, Quez did a lot of things that, that really affected the game that aren't show don't show up in the stat sheet, right. With how he stretches the field. Um, you know, a lot of the balls that AJ caught over the middle, if you look at the tape, you see Quez running through the middle of the field to pull a safety out of there and to really stretch the field to make sure that the, the, the window is open there. And so the opportunity, I would say the difference this year and last year was opportunity. He didn't have as many opportunities, right? And when we try to be upfront about that as much as we can and say, hey, this pass game runs through them and Quez, you're going to have to do this and make, 
you know, plays when it's it's time to make plays. And so I think what he was probably frustrated with is that he didn't make the amount, the amount of plays that he made last year. He did have some timely plays for us. Um, it, it, but sometimes, you know, what happens is when there's a, where's a play with the, with everything on the line, you throw, you throw it to AJ, you throw it to Dallas, you throw it to Devonte. That's not an indication that we don't trust Quez. It's just the indication that, you know, our pass game runs through those three guys. And, and so, you know, I know Quez, uh, you know, wanted to make some of the plays that he felt like he didn't. Um, I, I think also what he's saying there is he's, he's taking ownership and accountability of him getting better not looking at anybody else. And that's what you want from your team to everybody to look in the mirror and say, how do I get better? How do I help this team win that last game? How, you know, I mean, we got a long way before we were ever be in that position again, but how do I get better to help our team win one game in this game or that game or get better in practice? And so, um, Quez is embodying what uh, what our team embodies is the accountability piece of how he gets better and only worrying about that and, and, and trying to get better for the, the sake of the team. Yeah, I think uh, Reed did a nice job last year of, of playing a lot of meaningful plays and starting games last year. And so um, no doubt that we have confidence in him. We had confidence in him on a, a 16 and 14 last year to to start games and so you know we have we have a lot of confidence that that he can do the same thing this year and uh you know that was what one thing with reed that you notice right away is that he was shining when those pads came on in training camp practices that where you knew that you had to keep him around because because he knew he could be really good and i met you know gannon and denard and dk that they always would talk about, hey, this guy is going to be good. This guy is going to be good. So, um, and, and, he, and he played well when he was in last year. Um, as far as the depth and safety position is coming together, right? But you're never a finished product. I mean, we got Chauncey at, uh, at the end of training camp, right? And so we're, we, we like the room that we have right now, and, and we'll see what we do to continue to go with that. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Miles, that's that's coming. Miles Sanders uh, uh, is going on the Panthers. What gave, gave you guys confidence to go with Rashad Penny in, at the end of the office? And there's also those rumors about is he potentially you know, being interested in joining you guys. What do you think about that as well, too? That whole situation, you know, obviously, I wish Miles the, the, the best, um, you know, rooting for him. And, uh, you know, it's hard any anytime you lose a, a, a player, you're you're you, you you're sad because you lose the relate you lose part of that relationship of seeing him every day so but but really rooting for him um you know and and his success um we feel really good about the room as it is right now um we love the addition of Richard and wanted to to coach him for a long time he's I think I was you know he was playing at San Diego State when I was with the San Diego Chargers and when it was still San Diego Chargers so you know was able to see his career as a, as a college player and always thought very highly of him and the teams that, that he was on. Um, and so, you know, excited about that addition, really excited. You know, we, we all saw Kenny Gainwell have a, a really good playoff run. And, and, and it seems like every time Kenny's in the game, he makes, he makes plays, right. Whether that's in the pass game or whether that's in the, in the running game, Boston being back is huge. I think that's somebody that you always, you know, uh, you always want to have on your team. And, uh, and um, really glad we have him, especially because I know how much Shane likes him too. And so I don't know if there if there was uh, anything going on, but I remember Shane always saying, "Man, I love Boston." Um, so uh, we're you know we all love Boston, and so 
He just provides great depth. He did it. Uh, what, what I was awesome about Boston last year is that, you know, he had the limited opportunities to, to make plays, but when he did, he made them. And then he found a niche as a, as a kick returner. And I thought that, and I thought that was great. And so, and then Trey Sermon, um, really excited about him. I, I can't tell you how many times at practice and, and Trey didn't get an opportunity to showcase his talents, uh, except for that game against Jacksonville. But I can't tell you how many times at practice he made a cut or he, you know, you just saw him in his pads or he, he made a play on a, um, a screen or what, whatever it was. Or you're like, man, this guy got a chance to be really good. Wish we could get him touches, but it just wasn't the, uh, we, we couldn't do it last year. So I'm really excited about that room. Um, you know, really excited about the guys we have in that room. Hey, and, and I obviously think, you know, you asked me about uh, Zeke Kelly. He's a, he's a heck of a player. Um, he's obviously a, a great, great player that I've had the opportunity to watch from our sideline, you know, four times in the last uh, two years. And just think, you think he's a really outstanding player. Nick, you mentioned the short offseason. Uh, you mentioned the short offseason. Obviously, there's an emotional part that comes with going to the Super Bowl and not playing that game. How do you navigate that? Um, I think what it, what it yeah, hey, Jimmy. Um, I think the, you know, you're obviously disappointed um, that you, you, you got that far. I, I, you know, I, uh, it, but, you know, so I was, my brother asked me to, to text his nephew who was playing in the um, state championship basketball game um, last week in the state of New York. And I, I texted him, I said, Hey, I've been re in regional championship games in, in basketball while I was in high school. I've been in national championship games as a, as a coach I've been in and I've, I've been able to coach in the Super Bowl, And it's always about the journey, go enjoy this journey, but the journey's a lot more sweet when you win it. And, uh, and, and uh, and they actually won. I don't think it had anything to do with my pep talk, but they uh, they won, and I was happy for them. But uh, you know, but it is it was a special journey, and and I think when you when you look back at it, it you know you, you you know it's a special journey. But the other thing that it does is it builds your your hunger of you know wanting to recapture whatever you can recapture. Again, we won't talk. You know us. We're not going to talk about hey like. The Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl. We got to get back to the Super. You're not going to hear us say that. You're going to hear us say we got to go attack the next segment of our, you know, of our process, right? And that which will be the off-season program, which will be OTAs and different things like that. Um, so, but it, what it does is it just, you know, you get you get close and it just fuels your hunger of just what do I? You know, what the steps that you had to take to get there, and then you know that every detail matters. And you're going to go and try to recapture everything you can as far as the work to put in. And so I think that's just what it does. It just it, it just makes you more hungry. You know, I, there's a, that thing that Jalen um, of Jalen talking He's like, I'm not hungry. I'm start. You know, you guys all saw that I'm starting for this. All right. And, uh, you know, I think that just makes you more hungry, more, makes you more starving. And uh, um, and I know that's the, the sentiment of the guys that, that we have in that locker room. I know that's the sentiment of the coaches. I sure know it's the sentiment of me uh, of, of, of uh, you know, just more determined than ever. Nick, the numbers dictate that the Super Bowl loser does not get back next year. It's only happened twice in the last 28 years. Mm. Why do you think that's the case? And you talk about trying to get the guy's energy and moving forward. But why and how do you do it? I, yeah, I can't answer. Um, I can't answer that. All I can, <clears throat> excuse me. All I can answer is that, you know, when we, one thing that I always uh, admired about our team last year was, 
excuse me, we were, we put together, you know, we, Howie did a great job of, of assembling all the guys that we, we had on that, on that team. Thanks, Bob. And, um, and what was very evident was, you know, you, you heard a lot of people talking about us in the, in the preseason last year, like, oh my gosh, this is a super team. Look at all these guys they have in it. And, and I remember Jason Kelsey very vividly going, I don't care who's on this team. It's going to take the work every single day to get to where we want to get to. Right. And, and that was the message over. And that's why we have great captains and great leaders on this team. That was the message over and over and over. It felt like that's what we were saying after every training camp practice. Right. That it's it, it doesn't matter who you assemble. Right. It's it's about the work that we have to put in to get ready to play our first game and our second game and our third game and so on and so forth. And I think that we'll we'll bank on that too next year. I don't care what happened last year, right? We don't we don't care that we went this record or played in the Super Bowl or anything like that. We don't give a crap about the what the numbers say of who you know he was able to get back to the Super Bowl. Who's it? All we're gonna focus on is hey, here's what the numbers say, right? Here's what uh, we would love to do again, but it's gonna take day in day out work, and that's the and I know that's cliche, and I know that. But when you can set your sights narrow as far as here's what we're focused on today, it helps you stay focused on that day and continuing to build and build and build and build. Yeah, that he's he's still in there working hard, still in there going, you know, lifting and uh, working it like a maniac in the in the weight room, um, you know, just uh, getting after it, you know, because, again, people have asked me what how good can Jalen Hurts be? I don't, no one knows what Jalen's ceiling can be, but I know God willing, he can reach it because of all the factors that he has. So, you know, he's not all of a sudden different because uh, he's still put in the work. Like you've seen him put in the work the last, you know, a couple of years. We got time for two more folks. Um, no, we'll do, you know, part of what makes Jalen special is everything that he can do. And so, um, we'll do what we have to do to win, win football games, um, no matter what that is. And, and Jalen, um, you know, does a lot of things special and we'll try to showcase all the things that he does special. And we'll try to recap the things that, you know, that we did last year with him, and then try to add some new wrinkles, uh, with different things that we do. Um, so I would not. Yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do what we need to do to win games, and and we're we have a, a special quarterback, and we'll use his special abilities. Um, say say the first part of the question again, Zach. Yeah, gosh, I've been. I, yeah, um, gosh, I've been wanting to coach him for a long time. I. I uh, Frank and I went and worked him out in 2014 at Oregon in a, at a private workout. And we just thought the world of him as a, as a, as a person, obviously his place uh, spoke for itself, but um, you know, he's very talented in a lot of different things that he can do. Um, he's, he's, he's played good football uh, in the NFL. Um, you know, I'm not a, a guy that always says that you have to have the same type of quarterback. Um, and, you just want the the best quarterback available to be able to go out there and win games. Now, with that being said, 
there's a lot of things that we can recapture with, you know, with, with Marcus um, being the backup that, that Jalen brings to. So that's a lot of different things. Right. And that could be, you know, Jalen sore, you know, the giants game this year, he's sore uh, of something. And not, now you can, now you have the ability to, to bring some of the run game stuff in with, with Marcus. So that's a positive part of it. Again, I don't think that that's the main thing of what you look at for a backup. We're just, we're just happy. We have Marcus that is a proven starter in this league. And, um, you know, with the ability that he has and, and the person that he is, and we're excited to have him on this team. Um, this, you know, we obviously, you know, have, you know, Alex Tanney played quarterback with him uh, at Tennessee. Um, they were teammates, they're friends. Right. And, um, you know, Jason Michael was his coordinator and also his quarterback coach. So, um, you know, Kevin Petulo was on the, that, that staff in Tennessee also. So there's relationships with Marcus that, you know, again, of course you call everybody, everybody around and, and, and talk to them about the person, but you have personal relationships that he's stepping into, um, you know, because these, he's been out with these guys on, on staff. And, and so uh, we were really confident in the person and the, the work ethic and the, and the person that you were getting and the player that you were getting with Marcus.